I've got, um, I finished Zelda a while ago now, but I'll talk about it. No. What do you mean, Zelda, no? Zelda Talk is banned. But I finished it. <laughs> You've said everything there is to be said about the game. I'll just right, do it really if quick. You, if you, right, I'm going to time you. We're going to have a time limit on this Zelda chat. <laughs> okay, okay, you can time me when I start that. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here yet again with Dave. Hi. And today we're going to talk about what we've been playing and uh, a little bit of news around one of our favourite games, uh, Life is Strange. And then we'll talk about Capote, full spoilers, that was our Netflix pick, so we'll be talking about that. And we'll pick our next film for uh, Netflix next time. Let's start with Zelda, and Dave has told me under no... Um, on certain <laughs> terms but I can't talk long um, I finished Zelda I did it um, not 100% um, I finished the, the last boss which was easy let's be honest it was easy I didn't. I wasn't in trouble at any point I powered myself up that much yeah. um, and I took out all four divine beasts which apparently if you don't take those out and you go straight to Ganon you have yeah. to fight the four bosses from those divine beasts before you fight Ganon in the castle. Mm. Which is, um, that would be very difficult because you'd be really underpowered anyway. That makes the speedrun seem more, even more impressive then. It does. I'm going to watch one of those now I've finished. I want to watch whatever the quickest speedrun is. Yeah. See how they do it. Um, so yeah, finally beat it. Very good. Probably the best game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely adored the game start to finish and I played yeah. like 175 hours or something. I, I loved every second. Fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone's kind of said what needs to be said. I still have two yeah. shrines to find. Uh, I've got 400 plus of the Korok seeds. Oh, I love it. I played, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get the DLC. The DLC is pretty cool, actually. You get this, um, uh, like this map tracker. It tells you everywhere you've been for up to two hundred hours of play. All so, right. So you can see it would just colour the map, and you can see where you haven't been. And I'm hoping that will help me discover the last two shrines. Yeah. Uh, and a few other secrets, and you can get like a mask you can wear that will help you discover the Korak seeds. Yeah. So, right, there are nine hundred of those. Nine hundred. It's insane. I mean, I've been everywhere on that map, and I've walked over it countless times going around mm-hmm. doing stuff and I'll still walk past things and be like oh I didn't see that before and it's a little like puzzle thing to do and then there's a Korak seed and there's still hundreds of the damn things out there yeah um, so I'm not finished with Zelda but I have finished it but I'll be going back <laughs> more to come <laughs> anyway um, the game the other game that we've spent a lot of time talking about is Horizon Mm-hmm. And you have finished with nope. Horizon. Oh, yes. <laughs> Give up. Give yeah. up on it. This is a, yeah. Um, it, it could be a case of just um, me not putting enough time to it when it first came out and getting bored. But I do think the the longer I played, I mean, I only, people are going to go, but you only put 18, 19 hours into it. But it wasn't a case of that I didn't want to put more in. I just got, I was at that point where I was fed up with traveling between um, side quests, main mission quests, you know, just objectives. And 
I was fast travelling and that was to me was a sign that I just wanted to get the game done. And the problem with the fast travel on it is the part of the the way the game works in Horizon is obviously you need to scavenge for your for your, the hunting, for your fox skins, bones, etc., all that kind of stuff off the animals and pick up health and um, I can't think what they're called, but they're like tr- branches, dried out branches and twigs, whatever, for your arrows and stuff. And I just got fed up of doing that. And I mean, I had a larger stock of it, but I just thought if I keep fast traveling, I'll soon deplete that. And mm. the problem when you're not fast traveling is you have to pick all that up, but you also just keep getting into encounters, which you can run away from. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it is a good game. The combat's brilliant, but it's it just after 19 hours, I was kind of like, I don't think I can be bothered to finish this now. I feel like I've had my fill. Mm. And I mean, I know a lot of people who've put, finished it in 30 hours. Some have done 60. One's even done 80. And uh, but I feel like I've had my fill of it now. I mean, I might go back to it in a few years, finish it. I keep my game saves and all my games now. But um, I don't know. I mean, when it opened up more and the map got bigger, I just... I don't know, maybe a bit intimidating, but at the same time, I just, no, I just, I, I lost a bit more interest then. What, when you got bigger, you were like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's, that's how I feel when I play like um, a Far Cry game. Yeah. It, the, the, the size of the map, instead of being like, oh, wow, that's going to be amazing, I'm like, oh, God, yeah. it's too yeah. big. Well, when you first played it, I didn't realise, like, I thought, oh, yeah, that's that's big, and then as it progressed, it got bigger and bigger. And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've got Far Cry, is it four? The last one that came out on the PS4, yeah, that's I've got that to play next, but I, I'm gonna give give that a crack, like, and hopefully it'll be good. But if, but I don't know, some it's strange because I do like open world games like I love Red Dead Redemption and I had no issues at all travelling from one end of the map to the other on a horse on that mm. um, and the same goes for GTA I could, sometimes I would just drive around in that cruising mm. and even sleeping dogs to an extent I just enjoyed the open world in that but Horizon something I mean it's it's the most beautiful open world game I've played but just some it's, I don't know I'm going to put it down to myself because everybody I know really enjoyed it so the game, it's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe you know, like just went in the right felt like, frame of mind for it. Possibly, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just felt like I'd, I'd seen enough, and I couldn't be bothered anymore. Yeah, if it doesn't click, it doesn't click. Mm. I mean, it didn't start, but you know, that's it. That's how it goes sometimes with games. Mm. I mean, look at Wolfenstein. It just, I know it's a bit of off topic, but it's kind of related. The Wolfenstein, um, is it the New Order, the first one that came out? I think it was the New of, Order. Of the reboot. Yeah, um, it came out on PS4, quite close to launch, and mm. um, Chris borrowed me that, and I played it, and I absolutely loved it. I loved it, except for the first level, but he told me the first level was poor. Played the first level, carried on playing it, loved it, really enjoyed that game. Um, then they released that kind of DLC, which came out on disc, called The New Blood. Yep. Wolfenstein the New Blood I think it was called and um, I bought that because of how much I enjoyed the first game and um, about an hour and a half into that I was like I've had my fill 
I mean, it can't be bothered. <laughs> and um, I got rid of that. Yeah. You know, but... I, thought, I thought you were going to say you loved it. I didn't. No, I, didn't know no, that. I loved. I love Wolfenstein, but I didn't like the DLC. I don't know why people might say, "Well, it's the same bloody game." So can you work that out? But it, it just didn't click with me the second time, mm. and that's why I've, I've not. I've not picked up something like Doom, because everyone says, "Oh, it's all about the gunplay, just running and gunning," and that kind of thing bores me. After a while. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. I need a bit, a bit of story now. Although saying that, Zelda had minimal story, and that was, yeah, that kept me very, very entertained. It's just I don't mm. know what it is about Zelda. It's just a joy to play. You need to try it. I know you won't. No, it's <laughs> too intimidating, too big. Should. Yeah, but it doesn't feel big. That's one thing I was going to say when you're talking about the map size. Zelda's map is big, but you look at the map and you walk for a bit. You look back at the map. You've travelled a big distance. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, it just. When you're traversing it, it doesn't feel as big mm-hmm. than when you look at it on the screen. It's very good. But it's very clever that way. Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But um, <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk about um, what else you've been playing. Oh, um, yeah. After I quit, gave up, bottled it on Horizon, um, I decided to hit some of the backlog. So went through my digital list and saw Shadow of the Beast. And instead of just, cause I don't know if you did this, when I'm trying to pick a new game, I'll keep going up and down the list, up and down. And mm-hmm. eventually, 20 minutes later, I haven't started nothing. So I just thought, Shadow of the Beast, click it, start it. And um, so I started it. And the one thing I'll say about it is I completed it in two nights. It's, it's not a long game, but I was that into it. I did really, I, I think I could have completed it in one night, really. But, you know, life was cool yeah and um, then it, it doesn't do a very good job explaining anything when you first play there's a tutorial in the first level which isn't bad but it, it's a bit messy the menus all other menus are well laid out they don't really explain to you how it all works mm. and um, once you get past that and you kind of learn it yourself um, I, I really really enjoyed it um, it's kind of was it button mashing or is there no, you can't. It. You can button mash, but if you do button mash, you will get you will die a lot. For instance, like the, when you get into the fights, it blocks off the area, like in God of War, locks off the doors. But because you're in open fields and castles, we should, we should probably explain how it how it looks. It's just stuff. a two D. It's basically like, it's like Streets of Rage, but on a two D plane, mm. and there's slight platforming elements mm-hmm. but when you get into these battles, it blocks off each side with like um, kind of like Star. You know what Stargate? Is the gate with water? Uh, no. Well, Stargate's like the film. There's like these gates and waters there, and people can come in and out. They get, and basically, it blocks off each area, and enemies keep coming from left and right. So it's a case of crowd control. Mm. So you can button mash to the left, but then before you know it, you'll be overcrowded on the right, and then you've got to block and try and deflect the attacks coming from the right. But then while you're doing that, enemies will come back from the left, and you have a little count to tell you how many enemies there are. There are. But you can also use um, special moves, which you purchase and upgrade. And um, there's one called, I think it's called the Rage Attack, where it'll say left and square or right and square, but you have to get the timing right. And he does an automatic kill. But at, the more you do, the faster it gets. And you have to get it bang on. And um, that's a really good little um, addition. But there, you do unlock moves, and there's more moves like winning back health, killing people with. In insta kills, um, 
one of the special moves is like an extra multiplier because you use all the credits to buy the upgrades in the store. Mm. And uh, there's just like little things like that. And then as the game progresses a little bit, you get um, this new element. It's a bit Metroidvania in style where dark areas can be lit up when you hold block. You find a weapon towards the very end of the game. Um, little things like that. And it's just, it was, I just found it a lot of fun. It's not a problem when you die because you can just start, can't continue from that point. This is one thing I never understood about the game. You can resurrect by sacrificing a soul. Hmm. Resurrect uh, or, yourself. Yeah, or you can use this elixir, which is like a medicine. But I, I didn't really. You run out of those. But I thought to myself, well, I don't under. You haven't explained the difference here to me. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between me using the uh, medicine, for example, the potion, hmm. as to sacrifice the soul? What is the reward, risk and reward for doing one or the other? Yeah. It sounds like sacrificing soul should have some sort of negative impact on you. Yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't spot a difference. So is it, it's not your soul. No, no, no. Because as the story, there's a one thing I really like is all the talking in the game is like a foreign language, and all the subtitles come up in the foreign language, so you can't read it. Oh right. But in, but in the store, you can unlock everybody's um, subtitles because they all speak different languages with credits. Oh, that's cool. That's like um, what game did that? That was um. Ico, wasn't it? That was yeah. That's yeah, a, it was. a language, and the subtitles were in another language. Yeah. And when you completed it and played yeah. it again, it was in English. Their subtitles yeah. were. But mm. yeah, it has that, and then it has um, like like I say, there's quite a few boss. I think there's four, maybe five boss fights in the game, and they are apart from the, the first one's very easy, but it's all right. But after that, they they're all pretty good. The last boss is kind of a homage, homage. To be um, Space Harrier, and it's really, really good. What's Space Harrier? Don't remember it from the arcades in the was it late eighties, early nineties. No, I was never into the arcades. It's, it's a Sega game. It's really good. Um, kind of like on a jetpack, going. You can just see him from the third person point of view. And you just move around the screen, left, right, up, down, and you're shooting stuff okay. at the back of the screen. Yeah, it was really big. But it's, they did a really good job on the last boss with that. And then when you complete the game, there's two different endings. Spoilers? No, not a spoiler at all, really. Because okay. it, it gives you the option which ending you want to choose right at the end. Okay. Is it like a decision uh, that you have yeah, to make? Yeah, 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 it's a decision. Um, but it's it's no biggie, really, because you can play the last level again, and the last level you can complete in, like, five minutes. Mm. Um, but there's, I just think there's a lot of replay value there. And even if you don't want to... Like have the replay value if you get it in the south for eight pound and play. I played it for normal. I didn't. I struggled in parts, but you know I probably done about six times throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for like I say, eight pounds whatever in the sale. I, I probably would have paid full price for it to be fair because I did enjoy it a lot. We were really looking forward to this when it came out. We said on the yeah. podcast that oh, we can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. And yeah. Then, yeah. Near the time, it got some really weak reviews. It did get a couple of weak reviews, a few weak reviews, but it got some a lot of positive reviews and a lot of positive written word about it, even if scores weren't the mm, best. Yeah. And um, like I say, it has in parts. It does. It kind of feels like if the budget had been had been bigger and maybe more time, I don't know. That really did have this God of War kind of atmosphere about it at points. Like you could tell, like it had a, the studios fans of the game. Mm. Um, 
But I, I think if they ever get to do a sequel, they should try and go down the Metroidvania route. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That genre. Try that because I, I think they'd, they'd have a lot of success with that, that type of game. So going back and forward, visiting old areas with new abilities, that sort of thing. Yeah, like like Guacamole did build a huge map. Oh, you know, not a huge... Not a huge, huge, but build a massive map with lots of secret areas and, you know, combos, whatnot, and and then have abilities unlocked as you progress. And then you can read. That's I mean, Guacamole is just fantastic. That's another game I want to go back through. Yeah, that's on PlayStation Three as well. Anyone listening who isn't, yeah, you can and get that. Yeah, Vita well. Two. No excuses. Everyone should play that. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's on. It is on Xbox as well, isn't it? though? Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's, yeah. it's one of the best games of last gen, that is. Yeah, great game. Little 2D, beautiful art style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you'd recommend Altered Beast? Shadow of the Beast. Shadow of the Beast, sorry. <laughs> I would not game. recommend Altered Beast to my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole other game. Shadow <laughs> of the Beast. I might pick that then, because I was excited for it, and then I got a little bit put off from the negative yeah, no, reviews. If I see it in the sale, I might... Plus yeah, that. I would say pick it up in a sack. I think it's fifteen pounds, brand new, and not that I wouldn't say it's worth that. But if you kind of only play it through once and you finish it in under five hours, you might feel a bit burnt, mm. especially if you don't get into it as much as me. Yeah, I tell you what else you've played, and we didn't talk about this in the last podcast, and we forgot to put it in our notes. But you've played Oxen Free. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I love that game. What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, the one thing I didn't like was that um, when you respond into the conversations as they go along, I felt like you could be missing out on parts of conversation by interrupting quickly with yeah, your response. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And I kind of felt like, oh, because I didn't realise until a certain part of the game where I was like, I was listening to them and I didn't respond and the, the speech bubbles disappeared and I was like, shit, <laughs> what have I uh, missed? What Was it something important? Was it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, by the, by the end of the game, you realise what the important decisions in the game were. Mm. Um, have you gone back through yet? No, not yet. I haven't not either. Yet. We'll do, I think we'll do that together. Let, oh, yeah, me, let me know when you do it and I'll do mine, because I haven't been back. Yeah, it's it's one of them games when I go back through it, I'll obviously try and play it completely different mm. to how I did the first time. Well, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it, it's a puzzle game with a a big mystery going on in the background. You play yeah. like uh, high school Americans on a, on an island that's closed for, is it the season it's closed down for? Or, I can't remember. Um, oh God. But there's no one else on it, is there? But there are. No, I think it is just for the season. It's shut. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on the island. Um, and there's loads of, well, I don't want to say too much, but there's a... No, you, don't, you can't really say anything about no. it, spoiling it. <laughs> but it's fantastic. You could just say there's a kind of supernatural element. Yeah, there's some supernatural element. And it, it, it dicks about with time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's a really good game, especially if you're kind of into um, this, the um, story and narrative-driven games like Life is Strange and um, the Telltale games. Mm. Is it Telltale? Telltale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're kind of into those, then Oxen Freeze. I wouldn't say it's a must-play, but if you're really into those, then you should definitely be giving it a shot. I think if you or like, at least watching a trailer. If you like Oxen Free, um, Oxen Free. If you like um, 
the Telltale games. More so, I think more, it's better I would than most so of those. Like, yeah, but I would say if you're more into Life is Strange, then Oxen Free might um, be more down into your tastes than the Telltale games because yeah. they've kind of got that same, you know, the the teenage and especially until dawn to an extent. Oh yeah, until dawn. Yeah, that was another bloody uh, brilliant game. Mm. But yeah, um, I did enjoy the music and it was fantastic. That's another soundtrack I've had to add to my um, iTunes <laughs> wish list. Yeah, it is really good. Like, oh. I think it was um, my favourite track on there was oh god, what was it? Epiphany Fields. I can't. You, I wouldn't know it. It's when you know when you open the bunker door. Yeah. That that this, the music that plays in there. That's Epiphany Fields, mm. and that was a brilliant soundtrack. Part of the soundtrack. So, um, without spoilers, were you happy with how your story went? Because it's multiple uh, choice and it affects the way it goes. Um, yes, I was. I did like my ending. Mm, I liked mine. Right. Yeah. I, I liked my ending and then I looked at the trophy list after I completed the game. I was like, damn, now I have to play the game through four times <laughs> <laughs> to get the platinum. <laughs> yeah. But there's a solid reason for playing it again. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It, it, it weaves into the story a good yeah. reason to go right back to the start and start again, mm-hmm. like a new game plus almost. Yeah, very clever, cleverly done. That's a bit of longevity to it, but I, I never have gone back, and I feel like I've forgotten a lot of the beats now. I probably, I pro- would probably struggle to um, recall what my plans were in terms of doing it differently and what I would say and do in different places. Anyway. Yeah, it's, I think it, I think realistically with that game, you're best off playing it through twice in a row straight away because mm. certain elements you can just like breeze through certain parts of the game without you know messing a bit. Like I did all the collectibles before I finished it, so when I play it through again, I haven't got to worry about that element. I can just go straight through the story. I don't know if I got all the collectibles. I can't remember. I did. I um, I found a few of them, and then I kind of um, I was speaking to Maggie about it because I know he had the platinum trophy, and I says I don't want no spoilers or anything. I says, but <laughs> are these trophy related? And he said, yeah. And then he just told me one or two which were hard to find. So mm. I went and found those, and the trophy popped. Well, that's good. I didn't want to go through them again. I didn't want to. Trophy like, Yeah. Well, that that was yeah. I was still in me. Oh, because I'm a trophy whore anyway, but I'm kind of laying off it a little, a little bit at the moment. <laughs> Just to get some games finished. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that was, I should tell you actually, another game I quit, Army Krog, which was a point-and-click game. Um, I bought it in the South for £4. Um, it's um, clay, claymation, clay animation, like Wallace and Gromit. Mm. And um, I started it, and it's a point-and-click adventure game, but I got about two hours into it I was like you know what this probably not even two hours actually probably an hour and there's no inventory bar um, so you don't know what kind of items you're holding um, and I just oh, I was just like you know I read some really good reviews about it and I was kind of like I can't see how these reviews could recommend it to adventure gamer fans because it's just it just wasn't cutting the mustard at all mm. below mm. par what was it Very called? Army Krog. 
army croak. I mean, it looks it looks great. To be fair, it looks it looks really good, and the voice acting is really good in it as well. But as an adventure game, mm. it just didn't. It wasn't up to standard. Shame. Yeah, but, you know that's at least when you buy these style games four quid. It's I'm more annoyed about having like um, games on my trophy list that I didn't even complete. Then they're losing money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to at least finish the game. I am. Um, I deleted the game off the hard drive. Um, dear Esther. Oh, did you not finish it? No, I barely started it. I was bored very, very quickly. It wasn't interesting. Yeah. It didn't grab me. I thought no, and it, and it's that pace that um similar to um everybody's gone to the rapture yeah it just took so long to get anywhere well it's the same devs isn't it yeah I'm that's that's next on my list not to play next but that's you know in the list mm. of to, to finish because there are games on there on my hard drive which I just finish and delete Chris always says to me hey can you delete the games like say if they never got I'm past all that keeping all my games forever and stuff like that I just yeah. I play them I, I delete I, I complete them I delete them not I'm happy. Some some games though. No, some games I do keep, but those story-driven ones, like you say, that I play and I complain. I think, well, I probably won't go back to that. I do delete. Did you hear about um, Alan Wake? Um, I did read something the other day. It's been taken off Steam. Is that right? Yeah, what was the licensing issue problem? There was a music licensing thing that they couldn't resolve, and it's just yeah. been taken down. You can't buy it anywhere. Well, you can get a, a disc. Second-hand copies, yeah. Second-hand but anybody copies. who's selling new copies, I think, I'm sure I read this before, if you've got new copies, which are probably very rare now, I'm sure that Microsoft have to try and purchase them back. Oh. Because okay. do you not remember Outrun? Outrun. Outrun 2, Outrun 2 or 3, whatever it was called, I can't remember the names. Coast to Coast was on the... It was on the PlayStation... PSP or the Vita, I can't remember which one. And I'm not sure if it was on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, but it had to be taken off because the, the Ferrari license ran out. <laughs> it expired. Yeah, so there was like, right, we have to... Take this down. Yeah, so that was the case. How weird. Um, I'm, I'm sure that happened before. Was it not long back about music licenses? Can I just pull the music out? That'd be better, surely. Yeah, you'd think so, but maybe it's not as it, as easy as we think. Mm. I don't know what the music issue was in Alan Wake. You'd think they'd just change it. Maybe they will and they'll put it back up. I would guess there's licensed music in there because there's a few, if you think about it, when they're at that concert when you're killing all the zombies on the stage, zombies, um, you know what I'm on about though. Yeah, yeah. Um, that could be like a real band's track and maybe they've turned around and said, well, we want this amount to keep it on there. And they says, well, look... It's only sold this many copies anyway. And I'm like, well, no, if you want it, then pay it. It's a shame, though, because if you don't have the disc and you had it, like, digitally and you think, OK, yeah. I can delete that because I can download it again whenever I want. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't even download it again? No, it's gone. It's off the store. No way. It's not yeah, but surely if it's in your library. Yeah, but... The, the, the data's gone. You can't re-download it unless you've already got it downloaded. God, that's that's where you'd hope there's at least a day's warning for people to get on there and download it again. Yeah, because that's what I was saying. You saying you delete it? It's maybe I was actually, a bit cautious. 
I was actually wondering if that would ever get backwards compatibility on the Xbox One because I was thinking that's a big game for him. Mm. But obviously, he, ha- he mustn't have. Uh, it's it's weird. Isn't it? I mean, Microsoft—they're not got many exclusives coming, and somehow they're losing old ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really not good for exclusives over there at the moment. Mm. That's such they a did game. release. I love that game. They did release Phantom Dust this week, and apparently it was free. Oh, was it? Was that good? I don't know. I did hear some people saying it was really good. I don't know if it was good myself. I'll have a look at some reviews later. Mm. But uh, Alan Wake was one of my favourite games on Xbox. Oh, yes. One of my favourite games um, for last gen. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. I didn't pay any of the DLC. I can't... I think... No, they sort of released an extra... It was like a second game, but not, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't play that. Hmm... I liked it anyway. Good game. Yeah. That was a bit of a tangent. I can't remember how we got there. <laughs> that was news. <laughs> it was news. Music track. How did we get... I can't remember. Anyway. Um, I did go back to games we've been playing. I tried um, that typewriter. Oh, yeah. Was that the one we got free? Free Plus? Yeah. Is that any good? No. Oh. <laughs> it's really quite dull. Hmm. Um, okay. You play two dots at the same time, like a codon. One analog stick, or two analog sticks, one for each dot. No, no, no. They 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 work in tandem. Tandem. Yeah. Mm. If you imagine like a side-scrolling car game, yeah, like an iPhone type game, yeah, where imagine the two dots are the wheels and you just can't see the car. That's how they control. Okay. So you go left to right, and you can you can tilt it right yeah. and left with the left and with the LRs uh, the shoulder buttons to make it spin right or spin left yeah. and you've just got to navigate big letters and every so often you'll pick up every, through each level you have to collect A through to Z yeah um, and then you collect like stars yep. like a, a keyboard star mm-hmm. uh, and every time you get one of those it gives you like a bit of history about text Fonts. Yeah. I haven't read any because it's quite dull. But um, yeah, but the actual levels aren't that interesting, aren't that imaginative. It doesn't handle very well. Yeah. It's really, really dull. Mm. Not very good at all. Plus, has I mean, I renewed my Plus the other day. Um, I've got like 405 days left on it. And I was very close to not renewing it but then I thought to myself it's probably worth it for the discounts yeah. and and the one game that I, I'm genuinely genuinely interested in every two three months mm. you're quite unlucky so, with plus I think because you you buy so much yeah I mean I have cut back I don't think I've bought a game now like digital game for probably four maybe six weeks that's that's a long time for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly buy any compared to you. Yeah. There is a new game. Sorry, I'm going to quickly mention this to you, but there is a new game coming at the end of the month from the people who made Dangerous Golf. Do mm. you remember them? They worked on Burnout. Yeah. Um, it's it's a Crash Junction game, basically. Yeah, I think I heard about this by the Burnout. Yeah, yeah the Burnout team, yeah. I can't think what it's called, but um, it, it could be good, hopefully. There's a little teaser trailer, which didn't do much for me, in all honesty, but... Previews are really positive, so yeah, it's out at the end of the month and it's nine ninety nine, so I might be buying that. <laughs> yeah. 
sucker. Okay, let's move on. I have bought a game. I bought Mario Kart again. Oh, dear. For the Switch. Couldn't resist. It's such a sucker. I am a sucker, because I was like, I'm not going to buy that. I've got it on my Wii U. Yeah. And then two days later, I was like, hmm, it would be nice to have it on the go. And I'm kind of getting near the end of Zelda. And then four days later, I had it. I knew you would. I knew you would. (laughs) I've already three-starred everything up to 150cc, Mm -hmm. which is better than the the Wii U version, because if you do it in 100cc, it triggers it in 150 as well. Because before, you had to three-star all the 50s, all the 100s, and all the 150s. It didn't like, like do it on 150, and it cascades down. But now it does. Yeah. So I haven't had to race all of them so many times. Just go straight yeah. in at my level where I know it's not really a challenge. I'm going to go up to the 200cc now. But that doesn't feel like Mario Kart yeah. at that level. But battle mode, battle mode's really good. It's worth it for battle mode. And just having yeah. it on the go, yeah, it's so good. It feels It feels smoother and sharper. It looks a little bit better, only a little mm. bit. It was always a good-looking game, anyway. It was. The new character's good. I've been playing as um, uh, Ink Boy. From good. Splatoon. Yeah, Spl- Splatoon. That must be out soon. But yeah, not much yeah. to say about Mario Kart, apart from the, the battle mode, which is the, the biggest new new bit to it, is really good. Yeah. Um, I haven't taken it online yet, because I've been playing it mainly uh, on my commute. Is actually is the Nintendo Switch online now then? It's been online since the start. No online gaming. Yeah, that hasn't that hasn't been accessible from the start, has it? Um, I don't know because it's the first time I've had a multiplayer game. Yeah, but it you can you can jump in online. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have, they're not charging for it yet. That's coming later. Yeah, that I was going to say that maybe that's what I'm thinking about. And I don't know. What they're gonna, how they're gonna pitch that? It's got to be really cheap, or they've got to do some sort of PlayStation Plus. What the already announced pricing? They have, but they're not really clear on on what you get with that, apart from online gaming. Maybe freeze the place to announce all that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be. We'll do our V three show and have our predictions. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. I jumped back into Pez as well. Thought I'd get my ass kicked, a bit rusty, but no, I've still got it. Yeah. <laughs> you chickened out of playing me. Well, I was playing Shadow of the Beast, and True. plus my the disc is in Harrison's computer, so I can't get it out at that time of night. <laughs> yeah, a bit awkward. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, we mentioned it earlier, but Life is Strange uh, yeah. has had a sequel announced. Yes, I think we all knew it was coming. Well, I didn't. I didn't know if they were ever going to go back to it because it really, yeah, it wraps up. I mean, it's been a massive success, but it kind of. I don't know. It's how a self-contained gonna... story. It yeah, definitely feels that way. But I always felt like they was going to go to another game. Just that I was always of the opinion in my mind that it would be a different setting, story, obviously story, set of characters, different place. Or do you think like Silent Hill would be back in Arcadia Bay? Um, I'd rather it be um, a different, just to completely remove it from Arcadia Bay, and you know somehow if they want to keep Max in there somehow, make, have a new protagonist, but the kind of meet 
Max somehow, but I would like him to go down a different route. Mm. We'll see. I've got faith in them, even if they do stick with the same characters and story to make it good. I really have. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good game, that. Can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. But we don't know anything about it. It's just been confirmed that it's been making that it's being made. And yeah. you said they've been they've been working on it since um the disc version of the first game came out. Yeah, that's what they said on the um, Twitter. Was that like a year ago? Longer? I think the disc version came out just after the last episode, wasn't it? So it's I think that game's been out two years at least. Yeah. Because I think it was my game of the year, not last year, but the that was, was definitely, it? I mean, I'm not going to say definitely because I haven't got nothing to back it up, but in more, I believe that game started selling well through word of mouth. Because of us, Dave. Yeah, just me and you. <laughs> just me and you. And because, I oh know, honestly, though, on CVGSC, obviously, lots. I was the first one to play it and Mag, and we was like banging on about it, saying it puts Telltale to shame. Yeah. Which um, is, if you can get past the general um, Hella and all the kind of teenage talk but it didn't bother me that much because they're just trying to make it feel like that's how they talk that's their thing yeah if you get on board with the the lingo yeah it doesn't mean you're a bloody hipster just because you you, you you don't hate it the way mm. they talk but um, we was championing it from the start weren't we and um, I think you put me onto it yeah I think I did didn't I yeah. and um then everybody started buying it when it went on sale on CVG and then all of a sudden it's, oh my God, has anyone played this? It's a great game. Yeah, I've been talking about it for a year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they talk about it like it's just been released or, oh my God, I just found this gym on PlayStation <laughs> Network called Life is Strange. Like, no. No. Not at all. We were playing it waiting for the episodes to drop, weren't we? Yeah. We were there. Yeah. Because um, I remember when the episodes were coming out, I was actually finishing them the same day they were came, coming out. It was, yeah, I was. It was like, like The Walking Dead all over again. I couldn't yeah. wait. That's so good. I, I wanted to wait. I was like, I want to play this all in one. <laughs> but yeah. as soon as it came out, I was like, no, finishing it, doing it on the day it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for just some more info, but I think we're going to have to wait a bit now for more info. Unless they just get badgered, unless you know they just show us some concept, or I'll just say to us new characters or returning characters, just give us a bit more info. What do you think they'll have it on um, at E3? No, I think they've said there won't be no news about it at E3. Mm. They've got to focus on Vampire, to be fair. I, I yeah. was shocked they announced it. I think it's because of the three million sales, but I thought they would keep it a secret till at least Vampire had launched and then say, "Look, our next game." Mm. But I think they're a good studio. Mm. So. I think, are they quite a small studio? In my head they yeah. are, I don't know if they are. They made that game, didn't they, um, last year? That was free on Plus. With the, I think she had red hair. God. Do you remember it? No. Oh, God, what was it called? No, remember me. Oh. That, that that was a yeah. big open not open world. That was like, an um, open world. It was it had like the combat like um, kind of God of War style combat and you could kind of rewind time in that I think I remember to Was it only um, in certain memories. bits? Yeah, in, in in the memories you could rewind and mm. pause the um the play. 
Yeah, that was that was a much bigger budget game, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a it's big that, sort of uncharted looking type thing. Yeah, it flopped hard, but I played it and I really enjoyed the game. Mm. They obviously took that memory rewinding time mechanic and yeah. just found a better home for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Awesome. I never did play that game, but I was always intrigued by it. But the lukewarm reception just meant it got pushed further down the queue. Yeah. Um, let's move on and talk about. Um, actually, I want to talk about a film I watched. Not Capote. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. I watched. Um, oh, I tweeted about it. And I can't remember what it was called. Let me look at my Twitter feed. Oh. <laughs> is that good? It that was good? really good, but I'd never heard of it. It just it popped up on my things you may be interested in on Prime because I watched. Oh, because I shortlisted to watch um, the Studio Ghibli children's. Uh, series Ronya I think it's called Ronya which I've started now with my little girl and uh, it's good we both uh, enjoyed episode one but we haven't watched any more because I want to watch it with her Mm -hmm. Um, let me find this thing I tweeted yeah so it popped up because of me liking that it said you may also be interested in and it's called April and the Extraordinary World and it's an animation, it's French, mm-hmm. uh, in French with French with English subtitles. Yeah. And it's an alternate history uh, film with a lot of science fiction. And it was really good. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I'll have a look at that. Um, what can I really say about it without giving too much away? Basically, if you, it goes back, the point at which history changes is back at um world war one i think yeah. or possibly napoleon might have been napoleon now mm-hmm. um and uh no it's world war one and they're the french are working on this um technology to build like superhumans that don't need to rest and are indestructible mm-hmm. and the scientists that are working on it can't quite do it but they managed to make animals talk and then the scientist gets executed and some of the animals escape yeah. And from that point on, it diverges, and scientists keep vanishing and disappearing, and yeah. that means loads of big uh, advancements in technology don't happen. So it reaches like our time, and it's still like steam age, and the wars they're fighting are for like coal and wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's really good, really interesting. Uh, I loved it, it but the animation. Was um uh, it look, had a look and feel of um remember that World War One game on um PlayStation by Ubisoft? Bit of a point and click game, but not quite. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I know Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts, yeah, it had a look yeah. like that. It looked a bit like that, which I guess must be the French style, which I never really mm-hmm. tweaked because I haven't seen much French animation. But yeah. It, yeah, it felt like felt like that, and it was really good. Well worth a watch. I loved it. Mm. So watch that. April and the Extraordinary World. Alright. I will put it on the list. Mm. But that was on Prime, so I don't know how how you get your hands on it. Yeah, it'll be available. So it's probably, just because it's on Prime doesn't mean you can't get it like to rent on other services. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, that's how I saw it. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Right, and shall we talk about our Netflix film? Yes. Right. So it was my pick. I picked Capote. Or mm-hmm. Capote. 
Uh, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, four out of five for me, that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I think um, it's one of those films where, obviously, if you know the facts, I didn't know nothing about the case. But it's it's there from the beginning, isn't it? And then it's more about the, um, the characters and the performances from the actors. Yeah. Um, and it just hit all the marks for me. It was brilliant. Mm. I mean, the, nothing really, What you know, like none of the violence. Um, you don't see the, the actual murders until quite far into the film. And Capote goes back and says, look, there's no book until you want to talk to me about what happened on mm. that night. Was it August 23rd, something like that? I can't remember. Good, remember, good memory, if that's right. Yeah, I know it was 1959. I, I could be wrong about the date. Mm. Um, but um, he won't um, give it up, will he? Um, and when he does eventually tell him, um, I kind of had a feeling that he he slayed them all. And that was it, what was his friend's name? Nick? No? Uh, Dick. Dick, I kind of had a feeling that uh, that's short for Richard, I'm going to guess. <laughs> I, yeah. I had a feeling that Richard didn't do it. I, I, I did feel it was Perry. Yeah, that, the actor portrayed it well, that cold, that like mm. coldness about him that it's in his eyes, I don't know. And um, when you saw, you see the murders, you don't actually see heads getting blown off or anything, but it was, it was, it was really bad. It was quite powerful. Yeah, it was. That's, that scene was. Especially with him just being tied up, it made it seem worse that he could just yeah more defenseless people. Yeah, it just like I say, he slayed them. Mm. You know, it, it, it was horrible. Yeah, because I think and when you find out they got away with what was it, fifty dollars? Yeah, the, yeah, they, that's well, that's all they stole yeah. was fifty dollars. They killed a family for fifty dollars. Mm. They said that they thought there was £10,000 in there, didn't they? $10,000. Yeah. Because he was the wealthiest farmer in the county, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah. And that's why they were tied up. They were trying to find out where it was. Yeah. And he... Because yeah. he slit his throat, didn't he, before he shot him? And Did he shoot him? Yes, he slit his throat, and then when he was on the floor, like, gagging, he shoots him. He takes a shotgun off Dick and just shoots him in his head and then he reloads the shotgun and goes upstairs and that was the bit that for me was kind of terrifying because you think it was a two shot um, I think you held two bullets to shotgun so imagine the family upstairs hearing that go off and then the mm. thinking oh shit you know what I mean in between and reloading between killings mm. horrible 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 scene because mm. the film is I know it's about the characters but I think yeah. it's chosen because it was the, uh, the book that Capote wrote yeah. He, was, he was a journalist, wasn't he? But he wrote a yeah, book was, about these killings. He wrote a few different books, didn't he? But he chose to... That was his last book he ever wrote. Yeah. Not because anything happened to him. He just he didn't finish anything else. I think this had a massive effect on him, didn't it? Yeah. And it was the first like true crime novel. Mm. I think he sort of birthed the genre. But yeah. he became very obsessed with the killers. Perry in particular... It's, yeah. it's almost like a love story, isn't it? Because he's, I think he developed real strong feelings for him, and he hoped. I think he was hoping, and hoping that he wasn't the killer. And I think yes. at the end, I think at the end when he finds out that actually he's a very <laughs> cold-blooded killer. Yeah. He um, 
I think that's what messes him up. I, yeah, and, I was going to say, I think he feels as though... He, um, I don't know how to word this. I think he kind of thinks less of himself then because he kind of... He was, he was tricked. Him. He, he enjoyed... Well, he wasn't tricked. He just couldn't get the truth out of him quick enough, could he? Yeah. And because he grew close to him over time, I mean, to find out that someone you grow close to and you didn't spot that, mm. I mean, he, he knew it was one of two, but he never believed it was Perry, did he? I don't know. He doesn't ever that, say that, but yeah, I don't think he You do get the feeling him. that he didn't believe it was Perry. I mean, at the end, I didn't want, know what to make of it at the end. Like, um, he basically, we know that he only hired the solicitor that because he wanted to get the story before they were executed. Then he didn't want them executed because he obviously ground close. But did was he bothered by the end because of did you know did he want to see him you know get killed? Yeah, because he, he was there, wasn't he? He was present for yeah. the hanging. That was a brutal scene as well. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, quite. It's the snap that always mm. gets me. It dropped from so high up. I wasn't expecting it to be so high. It always it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, to get the, um, to get the snap, I suppose. They do it. I think they do it different. When in England, there used to be there's a bloke called the Hangman, and uh, I don't know if you know about this. He was like he used to go all around Britain. I'm sure he did um, doing the hanging. See, he would get the measurement perfect to the body weight. So when they dropped, the neck broke and they died. There wasn't none of this choking to death mm. like the Americans do. Uh, he didn't do it like that, did he? I don't know, I've never heard British. of this. Yeah, he, he, when he did it, their neck would break and it's it something in the back as well, so they, they died instantly, basically. Mm. Well, whereas the Americans, I think they basically dropped them and then they would choke to death, suffocate, I suppose, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm sure. I remember my dad telling me when I went to Shrewsbury Prison, them talking about it, mm. that he was a perfectionist, I think. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of a tangent, but it was a really, really good film. Mm, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. It's not. It's def- It's one of those films that you'd like to tell everyone to watch, but you know that a lot of people won't get the same thing from it that you did. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you need to be. I don't know. Not in the right frame of mind, but you need to be. You have to be into those films where you're watching it more for the, just as much for the performance as. You know, you can't watch it thinking, "Oh, what's going to happen?" Because it's a true, true story. All you got to do is pop on IMDb, and you'll know the outcome <laughs> yeah. or wiki. So you're watching it for those performances, yeah, and, and the way they're yeah, getting shot and the character development, and yeah, yeah. it's not about what, the, like the uh, what actually happens. It's more about how they're feeling and how they interact and that sort of thing. Yeah, I felt as well that um, if it was a real portrayal of Capote. That his socialising is more of an act than yeah. his true self. Did you get that? Yeah, he, no, he, he just felt like he had to impress showman. Yeah, and I, I, I felt like that was all a big act from him. I'm not saying he wasn't like that really in real life. He could have been, but the way it was portrayed in the film, I always felt like he he just felt like he had to impress people. I don't know mm. if that was because he was gay or you know mm. his fame. Well, 1959, and he was I, he was an out gay man. Yeah, I, I was thinking that about the timeline. I was thinking, bloody hell! And then he went down to um, where the murders took place to like 
be yeah, there and, he was and do that. A celebrity, even though he was gay. I'm not saying that he, because that's not my thoughts, but back then I'm sure it was kind of. I'm not sure if it was outlawed then. Still, I don't know. It was outlawed still in Britain, wasn't it? Um, Thinking back to the imagination game. I think it, oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was the imitation game. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what did I call it? Oh, imagination. <laughs> I'm sure it was sixties, wasn't it? remember but anyway even just even if it was legal just to be out yeah some so parts of America, yeah so parts of America now I I wouldn't be comfortable being an out gay man he won an Oscar for that didn't he Philip Seymour Hoffman I don't know I'm sure I I, I did an IMDB check and the one won Oscar and it said best best lead actor male actor does it, I mean I don't know what he was up against but he, he was really really good in that film yeah he was Best actor, Capote, yeah, 2006. It's the only one in one, I think. He was nominated three other times. Yeah. Supporting I mean, actors every shot, time. Man. I'd probably guess that Daniel Day-Lewis has won more, most Oscars. He's won loads, isn't he? Well, he only comes out of it. He only does the odd film, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we both enjoyed and would recommend... Would you say you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I mean... I'd recommend it to people if they're into, like, is it kind of a biography, would you say? Is it a biography drama? Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? It's more yeah. of a drama than an action or anything like that. Yeah. I'd recommend it. It's good. Yeah, I mean, don't go... Don't think, oh, it's about these slayings, it's a thriller. It's nothing... It's not a courtroom drama, it's not a thriller. It's Capote's film. Mm. The murder is, a, is, is kind of... The murders and that are kind of... Um, they're like a second story to explain how he, I don't know. Yeah, just to put part of his, his, his fall that he's, you know, how he. What, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? He kind of. He's not collapsed because he didn't just collapse, did he? But he, um, he was never the same after writing that book. And it, no. what did he say? It took six years of his life? Yeah, well, they were, in, they were on trial for years and years. Yeah, with the appeals and that. And. Uh, and yeah, you can and see it, it was part of his downfall. Yeah, I think I think it was heartbroken. I honestly do. Yeah, the way the Is film portrays it. Yeah, yeah. It, when it like sums it up at the end, it's, it says. Uh, I think I th- he was saddened when he found out Perry was the killer, and like you say, and then when he, he realised he was, he was done. Yeah. And it then, says at the end he never. It didn't say he never wrote again. It said he never finished another project. Yeah, that was it, yeah. He never finished another book, sorry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very good film, though. Glad I yeah, watched it. Me too. Right, um, you're going to announce your next pick. Yes. Your turn again. We're going to go with something a little bit different, I suppose. As it, Well, it's not... It's not that different, actually. <laughs> it's not that different, but it's, 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 a, it's more of a documentary, isn't it, than a film. Yeah, it it's is a docudrama. Yeah, about, um, and it's I think it's called just Amanda Knox, isn't it? Amanda Knox, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not a docudrama. It's a it's a documentary. Yeah. It's so, um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Why I said that. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna go with that this week. So complete, not completely different, but it's it's not it's, actors, as far as I know. It's just no. a documentary. The subject matters. Yeah, in, in and the it's, same it's ballpark, but it is me, very be, different. 
Yeah, and I'm going to guess that your next pick might be something similar to that, that film me and you were talking about. About is it the keepers? The keepers, yeah. I think that's a, <laughs> that com- is that a film or is that a, like um, a series? I thought it was a film. It could oh. be a series. I could be wrong about that. Either way, I know we're both excited about that. But yeah, yeah. Amanda Knox. Um, and I, I don't know too much about it apart from she was wrongfully convicted for murder. So I'm going to leave it con- at that. She was convicted and then she was released. Yes. So that'll be interesting. Just to chat about it in a bit. I've I've seen this, but I will watch it again. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, um, bugger! Do you want me to show something else? No, 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 we'll go for it because I want to. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. And That's I will cool. watch it again. I've only watched it once, and I will watch it oh, again. Right. Okay, dog. Yep. So that's my selection for this week. Mm. Um, I've got one film I could quickly talk about if you want me to that I saw. Go for it. Um, did I talk about this last time? Get Out. I don't think so. Refresh my memory. Um, it's about uh, a couple who live in America. I think they live in New York. Um, white girl, um, African American um, man, and she wants to take him home for the weekend to meet her parents. Parents oh, live in. I want to see this. Yeah, so I'm not going to say too much. And obviously, he's like, "Do your mom and dad know I'm black?" And she's like. What does that matter? It's like, well, do they know? She's like, what? So I'm just going to tell them, oh, yeah, my African-American boyfriend's coming back. And um, they get home, and she says, my dad loves black black people, you know, he, he would have voted for Obama a third time, etc., etc." Mm. And um, you get there, they're really nice. The dad's over-friendly. Um, and then he meets the housekeeper, who's a black lady, and she's got this kind of funny vibe about her, a bit like Stepford Wives, all big smiles, mm. perfectly, um, looks perfect, immaculate. And he's a bit, this is a bit off. And then he meets the groundskeeper, who's a African-American again. <laughs> he's he's a bit off. Um, the way he talks to him, he's like, mm. and then the dad says to him, like, I know what you're thinking, rich white family, um, to, um, a black housemaid and a black garden gardener and he's like yeah and he says but you know he's trying to justify it without it coming across as racist and he says <laughs> and then it kind of the first 40-50 minutes are kind of building up towards something yep without and um, I suppose I've been told there's two twists I thought there was one if if it's if it's just the one that I thought it was, I guessed it in five minutes into the film. That's not saying that's not saying I'm intelligent. It's just because I knew there was a twist before I watched it, mm. and I kind of just Pre-empted I can't it. say too much. Yeah, um, there was just something there that made me think it was that. But then somebody else said to me, "No, that's not the twist. This is the twist." And I was like, "Well, I didn't think that was the twist." Because you know something's wrong in that situation. You just don't know how. Yeah. So to me, when you find out the how, that's not the twist. The twist for me usually is like the who, the why. Well, the, the twist is, um, that sounds like you're talking about a reveal. Yes. No, it's not. Yeah, there's two reveals. <laughs> there's two reveals, but the second one to me, 
it kind of doesn't feel a big reveal because half of it is revealed earlier. I think I think a reveal is one thing, and a twist is where it it's leading you to in one direction, and you're expecting one thing, and then you're shown something different. That's a twist. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bang on about that too much because I don't want to try and give you any you I don't want you to think about it too much. Yeah. When you're watching it, I just want you to watch it and enjoy it. Where, 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 where is this? this? Did you rent it? Excuse me. Yeah, it's on uh, the Virgin store. Oh. Um, I'm sure it's on on there, or is it Sky? I can't remember. Um, but it's, prob- it's probably on Prime, actually. I've, I might be able to rent it on Prime. Yeah, I know it's out in a few weeks anyway on DVD, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good film. It's, I didn't think it was the this massively acclaimed film everyone was saying. Like, they were saying, oh, because it's kind of a horror film, but it's not a mm. horror. It kind of sits between... <sighs> kind of sits between I suppose thriller and psychological horror but there's there's some gory bits in it but nothing major you know what I mean no body no torture porn no body mutilations really that I can think of um, but you know it, it is a good it is a good film it's really well made considering it's like made on 5 million budget it's made 230 million worldwide whatever well that's a big turnaround yeah massive um, it has had a good marketing push behind it and Jordan Peele wrote it who's a comedian yeah that's a shock he's like a sketch writer isn't he mm. well I watched his another film he was in a few days afterwards called Keanu <laughs> and um, yeah it's good it's got some really light hearted moments and it's like light hearted like um, comic moments and the um, his mate who's trying to find out like get in touch with him he has some really great moments in the film cool but yeah, um, I recommend that. I'm not going to say it's brilliant because I don't think it's brilliant. I thought it was really good. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I want to watch that. I, want, I, want, I saw that uh, trailer when I went to see um, Split. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I want to see that. There's a trailer you should probably watch for a film called It Comes at Night. Okay. Which um, looks... Just watch it. Okay. You're going to get a Last of Us vibe from it. Ooh, it comes at night. It it comes at night. You're going to get a Last of Us vibe from it, and uh, definitely, definitely one of those like psychological horrors. Cool. Yeah, I want to see. Um, what's it called again? Not it, when it, it comes night. The film you saw. Get out. Get out. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Like, uh, you're the first person I know personally that's that's seen it. Yeah. I'd forgotten about it to be honest. Have you seen? <laughs> have you managed to see Split yet? No, um, that is going to be on the list. That is on the list. They've pronounced a sequel to that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So uh, I'll get that watched. Because I know that someone's going to ruin the twist for that in me at some point. Mm. Not really a twist. No, I know <laughs> what you're saying. So Amanda Knox for our little film club. Um, we're going to mm-hmm. record next week, so you can have time by then. Definitely. Excellent. Um, I think we'll call it a cool time here. Uh, thank you for listening this has been the We Don't Go Out podcast you can catch us on Twitter I'm at Anthony Hulse Dave is at DaveHolmes82 podcast has its own Twitter at We Don't Go Out uh, you can find everything out you need on the Twitter there and we'll catch you next time thanks for listening thinking of spinning off our Netflix um, 
chats into our could put them up on the YouTube channel. Yep. Like cut them out and have like the Netflix thing on YouTube. Yeah. Cool. Start watching some seasons as well if you want to do it like that. Yeah, I'm up for that. Okay. Are we uh, done? I've got to shoot you in a minute and see because I am busting. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.